that's fine. Yeah, that's yeah. Fine. It's, it's very laid loose. back. Yeah. Just so like, don't just yeah, just be yourself and yeah, don't don't be yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so do you have like an intro that you're gonna do? Yeah, I always do a little Ross song. Tries to do a song. Okay. Time. Wait, do you want the music instrument? Crank a comedy podcast. Crank a comedy podcast is our current task. Wait. Okay. Welcome. Are you stopping? I was just getting into that. All right. That, that's it. That's it. Hello, uh, I'm Ross. Oh, I'm Marva Tricks. We're going in a circle, I guess. <laughs> Hi, Marva. Okay. I don't know. We're just waiting for someone else to do it. Sorry, we're a long way away from each other at the moment. I'm Eliza Thomas, and um, that's yeah, who I okay, am. Eliza okay. Thomas. Great. How, how are you guys? <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, we're good. We're, we've gone crazy, though, because of the isolation we've been through for the past four or five weeks. Yeah. We were browsing eBay because Eliza doesn't know how to do online shopping. I'm very old. So have you bought anything, Eliza? We bought some stuff. I have magnetic eyelashes coming. Uh, Where does the magnet go on the magnetic eyebrows? The top, so the top eyelash and the bottom eyelash is magnetic and it goes it like that. It sticks together into it your goes, actual eyelashes. Go like that. I'd imagine that would hurt though, right? I've used them before. Like They had the special tweezers that help you put them on, but the big problem is taking them off. If you pull them apart and then take them off, they won't hurt. But people who are idiots will try to just... Go like like just rip them off with People their actual idiots. eyelashes. Yeah. So how do you know that that hurts? Uh-oh. Because I'm an idiot. <laughs> okay, right, great. Just check it. Marva, have you made any purchases? I've done a lot of purchases actually. Yes, yeah. Um, I've been buying like pride flags and whatnot. I've been yes. buying clothes. All the flags. I've been buying all the flags. Um, I got two flags from Australia. And then I got a third, um, and it's called the polyamorous flag. I had to get it from Germany. Nowhere else in Australia was selling it. I could have got it from China, but at the time of recording this, I've been advised not to do that on account of the fact <laughs> it's the polyamorous flag refers to the fact I would be dating multiple people. Um, if I have that flag, it could kill multiple people. So, <laughs> But also she's like... Oh, she's like, why is the trans flag cheaper than the polyamorous flag? And I'm like, well, I guess I got more people per household to pay for it. Wait. <laughs> so I've heard just a rumour, Eliza, that, okay. that you're a bit of a hoarder. I am a lot of a hoarder. <laughs> Do you watch the show, mm. Hoarders? Do you like the show or yeah. does it is it well, triggering you? I like the the start bit where they go through the air. <laughs> Maybe after this blows over, how about a garage sale? Don't, isn't it good to like get rid of stuff, like dematerialize? Have, I don't are you, are really you... think you understand the concept of hoarding. No, well, <laughs> and that's the thing. Like right now, my people are being attacked. Are you aware of um, Marie Kondo? Yeah, she does not spark joy <laughs> in me. In you. But what is handy about her is. When my friends get on that bandwagon, they get rid of stuff and then I get their stuff. Ah, so you like it for the other reasons. So for people listening who don't know who Marie Kondo is, she's this little Japanese lady and she has this theory about like how to like cleanse your items from your life. And if she goes into your if like you finding it difficult to get rid of stuff, she like comes into oh, your house and I could like break her. helps you. Nah, she <laughs> the thing is she loves the clutter too. So she, when she sees it, she's like, Great, I get to organize all this stuff. You've scared Eliza. No, 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 not that there's anything wrong. I'm just thinking I could could have her living in a house full of clutter by the time we've finished. She loves sorting it out. arm wrestling. Also, I have been a bit of a closet doomsday prepper for the last few years. Here we go. Wait, he's the news. Like, Donald Trump got elected and I'm like, all right, it's time to start buying canned goods. And then (laughs) in December, like, there was lots of apocalypse signs in December. Like, there was the fires corona started and then the the four horsemen trigger was keith richards quit smoking 
And I'm like, oh, it is soon, hey. So then I stepped it up. So I've been loving this apocalypse because I've been training for it. Like, I've been waiting for this all my life. It is interesting. As artists, though, we're kind of used to attrition. <laughs> yes. Like, being sort of in the bunkers, you know, like, that's where comedy thrives. Yeah. Like, uh, Jerry Seinfeld says this. So it's like, it's, and we're kind of used to seasonal work as mm. well. So I think we're maybe handling this better than maybe other people who are just at home now going, I don't know what to do with myself. Whereas we've got heaps of stuff to do with ourselves. Because we're used to doing been, nothing. <laughs> yeah, and we've put off all the other stuff. Like yeah. last year was so hectic. Like Wendy and I did so many festivals and so many tours that I was putting stuff off all the time. And I remember at some point just going, oh, man, I wish everything would just stop and I'd have time to catch up on things. And then, you know, hear this ding, like two wishes left. What? Adelaide Adelaide rests in, you know, goes into hibernation oh, yeah, yeah. after February and March anyway. Yeah, it was like the rest of the world's like, the festival season is over and everything's closed. And Adelaide's like, yeah, we do this every year. We know the drill. Um, for those of you who don't know, when things go back, uh, Cranky Comedy, Tuesday nights at the Crown and Anchor. Do you, have, do you have a cranker story? I, I have I have a good cranker story. This was a time I got a, a round of applause for this joke. It was the only time I ever did it. So I've got to the point where if I don't mention I'm trans on stage, oh. some people think <laughs> I'm funny. doing a character, like I'm insulting the transgender community. So um, occasionally I have to sort of prove that I was born a man. So... <laughs> I was like three minutes into a five minute set and I mentioned like the great part about me is if I ever get heckled or hit on, I can just shout, but I did it in my lowest manliest (laughs) voice to the point that several comedians were taken back. Frankly, it scared me a bit. And my, uh, did you do it? Huh? Do it. It's terrifying. Shut the up. You. Damn. Ross is just staring at him. I wasn't expecting it. And she set it up. And I still wasn't expecting it. <laughs> it was the first and only time I did it. It got a round of applause. It was a really good landing of a joke. Um, because right afterwards I went back to the, and yeah, I'm single. If there's any guys interested in the room and, you know, that sort of thing. I thought maybe we could talk about, because um, you do a bit of character comedy, Eliza, and you do comedy as yourself. So maybe talking about how, what that's like and what sort of how you approach comedy and yeah. So uh, I don't do character comedy, but my housemate Wink does, but I am working on some characters whilst in ISO. So ISO. Are there things that you just repeat if there's certain parts yeah. no, no, we just love the abbreviation ISO. And no, keep going, keep going. That's how we know you didn't listen to the last episode. Oh. <laughs> we um we always ask the guests, or usually um, if they have a favourite game or board game. Do you guys have a video game or, or board game or anything that you like? I definitely do. Yeah. I have, uh, it was the first game I ever played when I was younger, PS2, and it's now available on my phone. Uh, it's called Lego Star Wars. It's the best thing in the world. Do you have a favourite game, Eliza? Uh, I do get into Candy Crush. Oh, yeah? And Little uh, little Big City. No, City. Yeah, there's a, a, I think it's called Super City on Facebook. Candy Crush is good for when you're studying because you've got five lives and then you have to wait half an hour for a new life. So you can't just keep playing it forever. You have to. You do have to take a break every now and then and get back to what you're doing. Well, I was just going to say there, um, you're talking about studying. We actually go way back. We, yeah. we studied the drama. The drama. Together. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? The people, because like, the people in the scene that I know the the, the longest are yourself and Michael Bowley, because Bowley and I went to school together as well. It, and it's just interesting seeing how, you know, you wouldn't be able to predict that. I was uh, thinking of uni days. I have a 
story about the best party I've ever been to, and it still is. It was at uni. So the the theme of this party was porn party. It was a porn party, right? So we all got dressed up in like 70, I, I wore like a 70s porn thing. Um, my girlfriend at the time wore like a French maid outfit and we rock up to this party. We're greeted by this kind of dominatrix woman at the door who like, not not Svetlanka, but like Svetlanka's cousin. And then um, she gave us like a tour of the house. They just had a tent set up in the back in the in backyard just in case people, you know, wanted to experiment. Oh, this is starting to sound really familiar. And then this is the best part of the party. At random points throughout the party, they'd stop the music for party games and one of the party games was like, you know, kiss the person next to you, just like whoever it was. So whoever it was, you had to kiss them. Or like um, at one point we had to lick cream off just whoever was next to us and eat like strawberries and cream. Yeah, you guys aren't really enjoying this, but I just... I'm glad you had fun. Yeah. Yeah, I held hands with, guy, with the guy in year nine, so pretty hectic as well. <laughs> uh, on the same level. I like a consistent party, like Ross's consistent parties. You know, you go to a Ross party, pretty much just pick up any conversation you were having the last time you were there. <laughs> That's what I like to do. I like to break up my parties over years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And invite the same See you next people. Year. <laughs> so so everyone... it's, just, it's basically one party with... Intervals. Yes, uh, that's life. I, I remember a party at your house oh, with um, Dave have. Campbell and oh, Angus Hodge, and we drank tequila, right. and I wore a big sombrero. Yes, I remember that. There's the photos yes. of that. No, okay, that was an impromptu party. We were in town. We'd just done a gig. Yeah. And then you for were like, some come back reason, to our house. Yeah, we, we decided to go back to mine, which was the furthest away of everyone's houses. Mm-hmm. We all pass out. Then I, I wake up the next morning to the sound of the lawnmower. I'm like, oh, that's right. Mum was coming over first thing in the morning to help me with the gardening. And you got three men in I your house. I got three men random. in my house. <laughs> yeah. And then after everyone left, I can't remember how you left. I, I, I'm assuming someone had a car. I think Dave had a car. Yeah, yeah, Dave might have a car. And then I remember just standing and being as hungover as hell, just waiting for my mum to give me a massive lecture. Oh, and it was raining. So she's just in my garden, gardening in the rain. And I was waiting for her to give me a well-deserved lecture. And she was just like, oh, sweetie, you don't look so good. Why don't you go back to bed? I'm like, my mum's awesome. I'm glad you're all having much fun. A lot of fun. It's a lot of fun here. (laughs) (laughs) What else, Chris? This is the new segment of the show. It's called Curry Corner. What's your favourite curry? (laughs) Do you have a favourite curry? Marva and I like the uh, the white girl special. Oh, yeah. What's the white girl special? Mild butter chicken and cheese naan. But anyways, back to Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) That's a quote. Yeah. Was anyone here else raised Christian? Not, no. Nor. I never got the point of the old boys school, especially the Christian ones, because they try to, like, remove girls as a distraction, I guess. But that's not how horny guys work, as far as I'm aware. I, my rebellious teenage phase was being a puritanical Christian against my atheist mother. So I was like, I'm going to church and youth group and you can't stop me. And she'd be like, oh, so you're going to be hanging out with sober celibate people and home at a reasonable hour. Well, if I can't stop you, ooh. You're painting your mother as a very reasonable person, <laughs> she's by the way. a very reasonable like, person. Like, she's just gone and she's like, oh, it's just a face. I'm like, it's not a face. Um, when I came out as bisexual, she accepted it a lot better. <laughs> she was great with that. <coughs> I think oh, that was enjoys. a dry cough. What? That was a dry cough. That's my smoker's yeah. cough. I've had that. For oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry. <clears throat> the, the dry one's the one you've got to watch out for, right? Or is it the wet one? 
So for context, Chris and Ross just looked at each other and like raised their eyebrows up and down. Because we quickly. just heard the phrase "wet one," and that's how juvenile we are. Yeah, that's that's how immature we are. Oh, we're juvenile. Well, I got I got <laughs> stories I can bring up. Oh, really? Story, 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 Bruce. Another segment of the show. Should I story? No. Should I bring up the the. No. Cool. Well, I reckon we're that was great. almost done. I mean, yeah. that was great, but, you know. Let's do a wrap up. Any final thoughts, guys? Um, yeah. I'm having a great time. Hashtag living my best apocalypse. I'm really sorry for everyone who's negatively affected by it, but I'm autistic and I don't survive very well in the normal world. And so this is a nice little break for me and I'm really loving it. Mother? I have been trapped with Eliza for five weeks and <laughs> she uh, she clearly enjoys it a lot more uh, than me. She realised quick because we ran out of chocolate and she realised what happens when a teenage girl not only can't leave the house but has no access to chocolate. Yeah, I forgot um, I was living with a teenage girl until we ran out of chocolate and the drama happened. A magnesium deficiency, like a steroid rage. It was yeah. great. I'm, You know what? I'm going to enjoy the apocalypse too. Um, I get to come back with my name and gender legally changed, Woo! which will be fun. Uh, back to you, Ross. <laughs> Chris, I don't know. People know what we're about. Tune in next week. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'll just uh, I'll try and do a sign off. Thanks for listening to the Cranker Comedy Podcast. You can subscribe to us or just keep your eye peeled on the Cranker Comedy Facebook page. You can also leave a donation if you want uh, via the PayPal link below. PayPal.me forward slash Cranker Comedy. Oh, thank you. Uh, you could also like Eliza Thomas Comedy and Marva Tricks no, Comedy. No, no, we're going to cut this out. Yeah, this is it. Aww. You've already said that. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Cranker Comedy Podcast. Thank you. I really really hope you enjoyed it. If you liked it, you can leave a donation of any amount you want. Any amount. Wow. Could be... Really? Could be 75 cents. 75. That's so kind of you to let me donate any amount. Any amount. I'm going to donate all my Centrelink money. That's a little bit too much, I would suggest. Um, PayPal.me forward slash Cranker Comedy. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you.